Where's my boy Mark? He's done for the day. Wow. He's done for the day. It's early Just day. a little it's bit. Just a little bit. Just a little. Mark is not here, but where are we, Carlito? We are at Skylux. Uh, after hours. After hours, of after course. After hours. The yeah. day is wound down, and uh, it's like 7.30 in the evening. I got Manny across <laughs> from me. <laughs> this is another episode of The Construction Life, and to the left of me and the right of you, we've got Josh from Onhive. Yes, sir. We want to thank you for coming out to the show. Thanks for having you guys. Carlito. I can't wait to hear what you're going to sing. <laughs> <laughs> Carlito's got this thing, man. So I don't know if you heard it, but he's got this thing. So it's up to you if you want to shout out a song. Que passerano. I love it. Oh, bella ciao, bella ciao, bella ciao, ciao, ciao. <laughs> Elegenti, que passerano. Mi dirano que bel fior. Elegenti, wow, que Mi dirano que bel I love it. I love it, Josh. Look at that, man. I have Thanks so lot, much You're respect setting for a you. standard. You are so setting a standard, man. Thanks a lot, dude. guys. All Thanks right. That was Josh there. Now, let's get into what are we talking Wait, about? Wait, I'm still overwhelmed. You're still overwhelmed with this? Man. It's, 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 I love impressive. personality. That was, imp- that was that very was personality. Thanks a lot, Great. guys. So, today, we want to talk about anything to do with a wire. I suppose. Wait a second. Are you wired? <laughs> Are you wired? <laughs> uh, anything to do with home automation, cybersecurity, alarms, Internet what, of Things, Internet, all kind wires, wires and wires and wires and wires and wires. Got it. Got it. Got it. That's got what it. you do. That's exactly what we do. Uh, tell us a little bit about Onhive and yourself. I graduated engineering actually out of Ryerson. Uh, worked a couple of years for an engineering firm. Got my professional engineering designation. While I was doing that. I was also working in um, theater installation, like home theaters and doing side jobs, odd jobs here, there. What kind of engineering were you? Uh, Mechanical. Mechanical. Yeah, mechanical engineering. And I did a bit of systems design and stuff while I was doing it. In the weekends to pay for my textbooks, I'd actually go install TVs or sound bars or sound systems and uh, make some extra money on the side. Paid for my textbooks. People, yeah. ju- people just didn't wow. know how to install TVs. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, when, it, when you have to mount and find the studs, it becomes a bit difficult sometimes. You know, for people, some people, some people, some, some people. people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, if so there's that, any studs in the wall. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so you're you're hooking up TVs and then you're learning about yeah stuff like that. So and I was always into technology. You know, um, I like to break things down and I like to understand how it works or why it works that way. I always knew eventually I'll be in tech like that's my space and that's what I'm passionate about it came a point where it was just like okay either do my full-time job and continue as an engineer or I go by myself and start out a tech company start an automation at that point it was booming in the sense this is how long ago this is this is probably 2009 when like and then around there when like the first IoT product came out it's called Dropcam and then from it was just cloud-based security camera. From there, it kind of just started growing slowly. Is it fair to say that it kind of just started growing from there? Because are you saying that it, it came from the luxury people to For the sure. mainstream people? Is that the idea? So the, around 2009, 2010 is when mainstream started looking at this kind of 
stuff that they wanted in their homes. That is correct because the drop cam actually came with a simple solution. It was a cloud-based camera, security camera, and the price point was around, I don't know, two ninety nine, two forty nine. Really affordable, that's, right? That's extremely. Com- yeah, compared to like what was out in the market. The barrier of entry was very low. A regular person could actually pick it up install it ready to go right out of the box and that's how it kind of that was your beginning yeah let me do some research i'm a research guy i spent hours reading papers just reading 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 doing market research checking the numbers checking the business opportunity the market shares and everything there's a huge potential here if you really dig into the numbers and see what's happening and see the trends you were paying attention to resi like yes. residential construction. Residential, yeah. Because this shit was going on in commercials. A like, long time ago, yeah. Like everybody yeah. was putting this shit in the boardrooms. That's everybody right. was doing this stuff there. But exactly. now you, you were paying attention to residential. Exactly. Because I, I found like residential to be very cumbersome. Everything had to be wired and everything had to be like closed loop, too much programming. People were just not understanding the system. If they wanted to add an extra product, they'd have to call out for service. If they wanted to do any changes to the system, they couldn't do it. It wasn't very user-friendly. What were they doing back in 2009? Like when a homeowner came in and they spoke to you, I've seen what it was four years ago, five years ago. And I was like, this is George Jetson, man. This is like insane, this shit that's going on. Yeah. What was going on five years before that? Home theaters would be. Yeah. You know, and then people also wanted to be able to have different sources like Apple TV or whatever it is playing in different parts of the room. And so you'd have an HDMI matrix and all that. And then people also wanted centralized systems at that point because that was only what was working out, like Control 4, Crestron, all the big guns. But these were guys like that had stake in the commercial side, and they were also starting to branch into like the residential side. Well, we talk about this all the time. Commercial always ends up in residential. It's, that's just how... It, Eventually, that's... that's the first year in construction, that's what I learned. If you wanted to see anything new come into residential, pay attention to what's going on yeah. in commercial. That's just so the you're, bottom line. So you're established at this point. Now, this is a, a huge industry. Yeah, this is a massive industry. So by 2030, you're expecting to have about 500 billion connected products online. Big brother. Are you serious? So <laughs> another 10 years, you're talking about a 500 billion? Yeah, and out of that, 125 billion will be in the Internet of Things category. Wow. And this is not from anyone. This is actually from Cisco. Like, you know, guys who are in the field. Like This is global or is this North America? It's global. I love hearing global. Yeah. Because North America is not the center of the universe. That's correct. Yeah. Right. So I'm sorry. It's not. Well, well, this (laughs) podcast isn't about that either. It's about all the countries. Exactly. All the states. What everybody else is doing. Right. So and I'm is it fair to say that who's leading continent wise? I'm trying to figure out Europe, Asia. Europe is leading in, in certain sectors. Really? And then North America is leading in the AI and integration of... Really? Uh, yeah, integration of uh, digital assistance. Like, what are the Asians doing? Aren't they leading in... Yeah, th- I mean, they're leading in, in different aspects. Got it. Uh, but when it comes to s- home automation, like the core... It's uh, North America. It's North America, yes. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Is it because we are so luxurious based? Like, we want a massive 20 by 20 bathroom with... 15,000 jets in our shower. So we want the system to match that. Is that what? (laughs) Yeah. And also because uh, we were more like we evolved faster to a first world country country, whereas the others were not so long ago, a third world country that quickly moved up the scale. People were lower middle middle class are now becoming upper middle class. And so now they are starting to get a taste of all this. We love our big TVs. That's right. 
So does it all start with the TV or uh, does it start with security? No, I think I, it definitely starts with the TV. Yeah, it starts with the TV and uh, home, on, uh, home theater systems and sound systems. And then it just expands out because then it becomes network. Then it becomes your uh, climate control. Well, yeah, everything's being Se- integrated security, now. Yeah. Security. Yeah. Every one of my customers now, well, they say, call me when you're there. And then I call them and they say, oh, oh they look at the time. You're wearing go, a blue pant. Doors open. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Garage is open, loading your tools. That's okay, it. so 2000. You're late, you're late so, again, Carlito. <laughs> <laughs> they know exactly every footstep. Huh? Well, it's funny because I'm on camera all the time. And not only that, I tell the guys, hey, be careful what you say because there's a mic in every room. Yeah. They a know mic? what you're talking Like, not that kind of mic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So people are listening to your conversation. Yeah, once in a while. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Since you brought that up, Josh, let me ask you: Are they listening? Siri, Alexa. Yeah. They are listening. Yeah, because if if you specifically say certain terms or things, they pick them up. All of a sudden, you'll get it. You'll get an ad. So I'm going home and unplugging both right now. No, I mean you don't have to do that. Like mainly, the listening happens when you specifically say keyword words or like like, you say hey porn. Yeah, well, <laughs> you'd have to say, hey, Google, <laughs> or hey, Alexa, or something, a, a wake word. Okay. But somehow I've been noticing, you talk about something, like let's say Milwaukee heated jackets. Now, tomorrow or the day after, you're going to see some ads on your... Oh, of course you will. On that your, scares the shit out of everybody, on man. On timeline. And we know why that's going on, because they're listening. Yep. I've gone on, all of a sudden, yeah, you're having a conversation. We are talking, let's say, Milwaukee Jackets or whatever. And then I go to a website and I see a banner ad for Milwaukee Jackets. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So tell me they're not <laughs> listening, man. Exactly. They are listening. Of course. Listen, I want to tell you guys, data is probably going to be the most prominent currency by 2030. What? 2040. Data. Yeah, data. Okay, because data is going to be... As good as gold. That's how all these companies... Information. Yeah, information. That's how all these companies are getting evaluated. Like these uh, startups are getting getting evaluated for a billion dollars. Worth 8.6 billion. But they're... A kid walk in, here's my idea. But they have a deficit of negative 10 billion and like stuff like that. You know, you kind of like, what? That that evaluation doesn't even make sense. But it's the data that they... It's the data. And what, what... kind of market share they have so every time you purchase something you set up an email and they everyone knows exactly and you go look at something they know how old you are they know your marital status they know your your habits status, your habits and we're all yeah. predictable as people right exactly so yeah. that's why amazon's the monster that it is because everyone now is going towards amazon regarding purchasing everything now that's Not correct. Me. I haven't come across an item that you can't purchase on Amazon now. Exactly. And yeah. I've tried really hard some funky items, man, and they're there. I'm <laughs> yeah, surprised. But I, I find that it's not perfected yet. There's still a lot of problems with that kind of stuff. It, but the data, just what Josh, right. it's the data that they're collecting, which is really scary. So how are, okay, let's, the homes. Everybody wants, it's the Jetsons. Everybody, when I first saw my first experience of walking into a totally interactive intuitive home i was stunned how you could have a screen see a photograph of the area that you're looking at and basically touch whatever item you wanted to either a light and you wanted to dim it up and down you can do that right on the screen there you wanted the shades up and down you can do that on the screen i guess the next big hurdle that we're everyone's working on because i've seen this with kohler as well because they they launched it earlier this year at, at ibs and kbis voice activated 
That is correct. So we are getting too fucking lazy that we can't point and touch shit anymore. We want to just speak it. And I understand why, because I saw the podcast or I saw the video with Gary Vee and he was talking about voice. Yeah. Voice integration is the next fucking step. Right. So you, you're building these systems for these homes for voice right now? Yeah. So all like we essentially started in voice. Like that was our kind of main thing. We didn't focus on like centralized systems because there are control for dealers a dime a dozen, just like restaurant dealers and stuff like that. So we kind of wanted to do something different. And we were kind of, I'm always pushing the echelon. Like I'm the guy who likes to experiment with different tech. I don't stay with the tried, tested, true method because it doesn't allow you to grow. Doesn't, it keeps you stagnated. And at some point, if you don't evolve, the technology is going to become of the dinosaur ages. Yeah. I love so, what you're doing. That's and, amazing. And so is your company. How right? far ahead are you looking for today? I mean, eventually, I would like to be to a point where the house is almost a conscious space. When the individual walks in, it recognizes, okay, person's in and who the person is specifically. Manny's at home. It's 6 p.m. Yes, that's usual. I would change that to a female voice myself. Whatever but. it is, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know what kind of voice Carlito no, would have. I'd, yeah. I'd have my mother. Carlo. No, 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 no. <laughs> and so essentially what would happen is like, it would turn on your kitchen lights. It knows that... Your habits. Yeah, it knows your habits. It knows that first thing you do is after you come get, from, get back from work at 6 o'clock, is turn on your shower. So guess what? It'll turn on the bathroom lights and get that place set up. Get Are we there right on. now? Yes. I just finished a job in Yorkville. I was doing some tile work. I walked into his washroom. The toilet seat lifted. When he walks in the washroom, the toilet seat goes down. And I'm like... That's weird. And he goes, it knows who you are. Like it's detecting the personalities, right? Eventually, yes. Yeah. It's, it hasn't got that well, that good yet. Very soon, it's going to start getting better. You know, the, the integration of AI into these things really assist with that. Okay. So for today's market, we know here in Toronto, because we always want to talk about Toronto, because this is what the market that we know about. And Canadian dollars, I'm sorry, guys, you know, American dollars, but it's Canadian yeah. dollars. <laughs> the average construction, new construction in Canada, Toronto, average is about a million dollars for new construction. Yes. Average for a 3,500 square foot house, right? Yeah, that makes sense. What? I don't know about that. I think it's higher than that. Yeah. How much higher are you thinking? 1.1? <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you 1,500 square feet is a million dollars. You can buy condos at 500 square feet at no, a I'm talking dollars. about new construction. You haven't bought the land yet. Oh, without? Just the construction. Right. Okay. Yeah. Just the construction. You paid 1.5 for that land. Right. Okay, sorry. Knocked down that house. Now. You spent a million dollars on construction. Yeah. Now you're basically spent 2.5 and now whatever. The market's asking whatever. Ridiculous. So that house, if, if my construction budget is a million dollars, how much should I be allocating towards this? Well, it really depends on what scale you want to take it. You know, depends on how many audio zones you want. Depends on how many... like. What kind of home theater you how want? How low can it get and how high can it get? So you could go anywhere from five thousand with a couple of areas automated, like your video doorbell, a couple of security cameras in the perimeter of the house, temperature control, stuff like that. The simple stuff. Is that yeah. the average? Is that typically what the business is right now for you? No. The average is like people spending stupid amount of money. Yeah, people like it. Like seriously. People really like it. And uh, so they would, it's a drug. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I guess you could say that. It's, yeah. it, it's okay. Well, it, it's a drug as much as it is our smartphones are drugs. Yes, we spend more time on our smartphones than we do our laptops, desktops, 
That is correct. The secondary item would be an iPad. Yeah. Or a pad. Yeah. Right. So um, it's it's like it's that consumption. And so when you get that kind of like satisfaction, you can basically do whatever you want on a smartphone, on an iPad or whatever, and you could do it at home. Of course, I want to control my heating. I want to control my garage. I want to control my HVAC. I want to control. Like, I want to control everything. I know, but it kind of scares me that with all the technology, there's different signals and waves in the air that are going to affect or change your home. Do any homeowners bring up the EMF issue? Yes, they do. Yeah. And yeah. how do you feel about the EMF? So it really depends on uh, what kind of exposure we're getting and what kind of scale it is at. When we go into like five G. So just for anybody who's listening, oh, EMF, man, gonna be electromagnetic field. Yes. Right. So yeah. we all know electro, sorry, electromagnetic field comes from cell phone towers and also from hydro power wires, yeah. power lines, yeah. right? So yeah. that's where it all comes from. So the problem is that if we're building this data network yeah. Yeah. and we keep on increasing these towers, and I particularly love seeing a brand new seniors home built and about 20 cell phone uh, antennas on top of that. Yeah, because they don't that's care right. about them. <laughs> Isn't that kind of stupid? That, you know, I, I think there's a rule that I'm, from a, a hydro tower, you should be 300 meters away. That's why most, good, good most luck on that. hydro plant and, and, or uh, wires, they have fields in between. They don't want people living underneath them. How yeah. dangerous are the cell towers, the cell antennas? Eventually, it's going to catch up because uh, what's going to happen is we're transitioning into 5G. Okay, it's It, it was a quick small release into phones it started in personal phones you know two oh that's how they set us yeah, up 2. right 2.4 and 5g right and eventually what's going to happen is it's going to go into 5g when you go into 5g you're now working in 30 gigahertz to about i guess 300 gigahertz what and that's the range you're working in so is that frying your brain no it's, no no not really but it's, your frequency is at that high frequency What's 4G at? 4G is at third. Uh, 4G is at six gigahertz. Six. Wow. Yeah, in and around there. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so you got six, and then you got between it's a huge difference. Yeah, what? three times more. Yeah, you got thirty, yeah, about thirty and th three hundred. And, and the government is obviously the government's not doing anything about it because we need this stuff. We don't well, need it. Yeah, we, you do. Yeah, uh, you, do. you do. The reason why the, what's happening is like there's a transition between um, you know bringing in AI. Bring, scary yeah bringing in automated cars and stuff like that all of this is going to require low latency and high bandwidth 5g actually solves a lot of that like it gives you a wider spectrum to work on wow. you have yeah but the negatives to it are even well no it, it, they have to do research on it you know i think before the implementation goes full scale it'll take some time how, so, old, how old are you josh i'm 29 holy god the guy's a baby can, can I I, I, the reason i bring it up is because i still remember my very first cell phone right so yeah. and, and i know that when we 20 years ago whatever 24 years ago dun 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 dude i i was like, <laughs> big, I was like biggie's mom my pager was going off <laughs> pager, pager. i never had a pager i went right <laughs> to his <laughs> cell phone <laughs> so even yeah. back then we were all scared about brain tumors and stuff like that and yes. using a cell cancer phone. Cancer in the hip. Can, yeah, exactly, yeah. right? But I guess that's that's debunked or I don't know. But I don't want to get into that. I yes. want to get into the home. I want to get into the resi. I want to talk more. So you know what I want to do is, Josh, if you can, today's home. I want to talk about today's home and what most clients are asking you to do for today's home. Let's start from the top and work our way down because yeah. then we'll get to the nerve center, which yeah. is where you guys park everything in yeah. the mechanical room. Yeah. In the morning, 
our clients wake up and they have, let's say, just 2.3 kids. So whatever. At 10 o'clock. At 10 o'clock, whatever. <laughs> no, some of them wake up early. But how do they wake up? What do they wake up to in a smart home? Generally, it depends on what we program. So if you personalize it so that when they wake up, they say, hey, Google, good morning. Good, good morning could be a trigger word for a bunch of events to take place. We could say, turn on bathroom lights, turn on kitchen lights. We could tag these different events to that specific keyword. And so they could wake up to that if they wanted to as I a choice. That. The blinds could open at the same time, like as part of the event. So that's where it's kind of getting to. Eventually, it will be automatic. Like it knows you wake up around or it knows you set up your alarm for 8 a.m. And it knows your routine. So when you get up at 8 a.m., you wouldn't have to say, hey, Google. Your coffee's turned on. Good morning. Just everything does it like your blinds go up your radiant heat floors turn yeah, on turn on an hour before yeah. doors unlocked coffee Coffee's <laughs> it'd be espresso yeah. okay so yeah. basically that that's where it's headed that's what's going on that's what some people are doing right now so they wake up and it knows you wake up and it knows your patterns you wake up you get out of bed yeah you, get you wake up the they have a, they have a routine they have they have a word or something and when they leave they say hey google i'm leaving and then what it does is it locks your phone sorry locks their doors turns on the alarms or and, certain uh, rooms it will yeah, lock. And then uh, shut down, like pull down the blinds and stuff like that. So that Is there a function to make the house look like it's active, but it's not active? Yes. Yeah. You could actually set schedules and stuff like that. Or it would be at random times, the blinds go up and down, lights turn Projectors on. with people walking yeah. by. So basically, <laughs> a, yeah, a, a better version than, than Home Alone, right? A, yeah, A, a exactly. technology version of yeah, Home Alone. Yeah, the tech version of it. Wow, man. Holy yeah. cow. So, okay. What are we seeing in, in the bathrooms? Bathrooms. TVs, I'm assuming. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, TVs in the bathroom. There's uh, heated floors, you know. Speakers. Yeah. Listen to podcasts, podcasts and stuff like heated that. Heated floors are norm. Yeah. And now, the, uh, the, now that you have toilet seats. Yeah. Are it, of... it knows if it's a man or a woman approaching it. Yeah, but the yeah. only problem is, wow. like like I was saying, that customer I have in York, that's a $16,000 toilet. Yeah, it's expensive. I mean, it's like... Do you want really? a Corolla or do you want a toilet? I'm just saying, like, <laughs> when you walk into a room, don't have to touch a thing. Lights turn on, fan yeah. turns on, yeah. toilet seat drops. That's you know, where we're headed, it's, though. It's very... But like, the, Yeah, the thing about technologies is uh, it grows exponentially, right? And eventually, the price of all these things are going to come down. And it's going to be more affordable. A higher percentage of people are going to get, get into it. Just like how, you know, cameras used to cost a lot of money. Oh, no but shit. But now you can get stuff for 249 bucks. You know, 329 whatever it is. But, but you know what's well, funny? Is smartphones are the only things that keep on going up. Yeah. When so, they first launch. That is interesting. So what I'm really interested in is how it benefits the contractor, if it makes their job more difficult or easier. Now, I'm looking at it, say, from a bathroom point of view, because Manny loves his bathrooms. Say, a typical toilet install now isn't a typical install anymore. Oh, that's you're not 650 with, a unit? Now no. you're dealing with... You know, disconnecting wires, reprogramming, power line. Yeah. You're, we're already talking between one hundred and fifty to five hundred dollars a fixture to install. So what, what are we going to be talking about now? What because is techies are making like three hundred bucks an hour. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let's, let's be serious. Are you? If you are, then I'm getting the techie you, business. Did you see how he's smiling? Uh, like, I, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's only fair no. to say that if you're buying a $16,000 toilet, then you should be charging a premium to install it because you got to factor well, in a bunch of I things. I mean, I know people drive nice cars and they can't afford them. Yeah, that's a that's different right. world. That's yeah. a different yeah. podcast. This In is fine. three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, oh, so how does it help a contractor then? Will it give them more work? Will it be, do I have to call you if I'm replacing some of these things? 
well, not, reprogramming and so on. Yeah, I mean, if, if it requires, like, so what, what the manufacturers are trying to do is make it pretty easy in terms of user interface, uh, set things up. Intimidating. I, you know, man. most contractors need it very easy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'm just trying to think. Uh, it's a great question that you asked there, Carlito. I mean, does this mean that contractors, uh, is it in the next 10 years, contractors are actually going to have to do some homework? No, home, they're going to have to have a license. They're going to have to take courses. They're going to have to be qualified or they're going to have to hire you and work as a team together, right? Yeah, and that's what's happening now. Is, you know, electricians get these questions asked a lot, requests for, you know, low voltage systems yeah. and all that. And so what most electricians do is find a good team that they can work with in tandem. Those are the ones that are always successful because the project gets done on time. They don't have to worry about pro programming and the client gets what they ask for and it works. Who puts you know? their hand up first when they want home automation to a certain level? A car dealer just put his hand up on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, is, is, it, is it the homeowners or is it the designers that are making the suggestion? Is it the architects or are you getting in there? Because I'm assuming that you get in there late in the game. You're brought in. Yeah. GCs, man, notorious for getting us late in the game. They'll give you guys a chance to run all the wires. Yeah. Wherever you possibly can. After the drywall is up, that is. After and not talk about the extras <laughs> or the changes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, who is the person that puts their hand up first? It's the, it's so the homeowners? Because it's becoming so mainstream, when people go to different friends' houses, it's always... Show off. Yeah, it's there. Like, it's in their face. So they're like, the first thing they think of when they build to construction after they figure out how it should look they're like oh i need a home theater i need some av or i need some automation and that's the term they'll tell the interior designer or architect but that's not the lingo yeah it's not the lingo yeah. what's the lingo let's learn the lingo what they should be learning like we want our contractor listeners to know i get it most clients would say i want a home theater and they think that's your job that's not your job like that that's part of your job. That is correct. Yeah, but you do so much more than home theaters. What they'll say is they'll probably say, hey, I'd like to remotely control my temperature. I'd like to remotely have access to my doors. I have to remotely like be able to access parts of my homes. How can you help me? Or can you find someone that can do these things? Or I saw my friend, he has this uh, cool thermostat and it has an LCD display and he can control it on his phone. He's showing it to me and he could even say, a voice command and the temperature would increase. So if there is a, a speaker like a Google Mini or Correct. like an and it controls Amazon it from Alexa there. or Office phone, because Google Assistant, you could actually they're listening. Uh, <laughs> Cardito just, just dropped a, his pen there. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Um, well, Manny has this wall in his bedroom. There's a washroom on the other side, and it's frosted <laughs> glass. And when he has people come over, he turns the button and then you can see them in the shower <laughs> okay so just for everybody who's listening carlito is just full of shit right now he i don't have that he's never seen it no, i would but never seen invite him like there. that and uh, you know technology's become so great you don't need shower curtains anymore you yeah. can take a private shower yeah. you can be exposed that's how it's going to be it's it's, it's going to be exponential growth in every sector every field you can think of home is also really growing at a rapid pace how are you going to keep up because you're not just okay so when me and manny go in and we either gc or do a project in a house we're in and we're out and typically it may be five or ten more years before we come back to do an addition or another reno you become part of the family now like if someone's hiring you, they need Annually. to be good to you because you're now running their security, all their sensors. You become part of that household. So your your system 
is now your relationship with this family. That is correct. So you always have work. How are you going to keep up? Like if you do a hundred customers, you're going to have a hundred customers for life. Well, here's the thing. Like one thing we try to focus on is put systems that work and require a limited amount of after call services. We also make it so simple where we pick products that have very sensible user interface. And we do handovers to clients so that they have a better understanding of how to use the system. And is it, is it, it's so sorry. simple that they could even add products by themselves. We come in when things are not working or there's troubleshooting issues or the son's like, my Wi-Fi sucks. <laughs> and then you go in and find out he has got 3D printers and everything else hooked up to um, and that's the network. The why and it's, it just, it's just, uh, yeah, he's just consuming bandwidth left, right, and center because he has got a virtual reality system running and wow. everything going together. You know, then we just got to upgrade, upgrade the entire... When, well, you, when you meet clients, you sit down with them and you get their fin family dynamic. You try to figure out what they want to do. So, like, we're past the point of, I want a home theater. It's, that's not the conversation these not days. Not at all. Not right? At all. Yeah, it's just, totally right. It's, it's how smart I want to be, right? Because I already know it's like that bathroom integration, right? That whole thing is how... I, they, they do want a home theater. They want that entertainment section but they want it to be integrated to the, the kitchen as well. Because that is correct. What I love seeing sometimes, and I think I maybe mentioned this to Carlito, is that when I get into clients' homes and I start seeing the kids, I pay attention to the kids because I'll watch them go from their phone watching something to putting their phone down to grabbing a pad, watching it continuing on that, to sitting down in the family room and watching the continuing of that onto a TV, then leaving the TV after they finish the eating and going back to the pad or going back to the phone. It's So you you speak to the, like the family dynamic and try to figure out who wants what, where, and then you make your suggestions to them. That is correct. It's so important. If you you got to consider every parameter. Otherwise, you're probably going to miss a lot of detail and undersize everything for the entire project. And then you'll you find out. You just said something I really wanted to uh, address. We're changing our cell phones pretty much yearly. Yeah. Even sometimes just, you know, even something comes out, you just want to get it and you drop the $1,000 phone. If technology changes so fast and it's hard for most people to, you know, understand it and deal with it, are you prepared for system changes? Like, are they going to be adaptable to like keep up with technology changing when you do these installs? Most of our installs are future proof considered. Like we uh, kind of figure out, okay, in three years, how far or three to five years where it's going to be like where it's going to kind of land so my my wood grain remote is going to be obsolete in three years yeah probably that's right <laughs> do you remember that carlito you the wood not, grain you, remotes you and might the wood not grain even, tv yeah you might not even need it <laughs> <laughs> um i don't but, know if anyone actually knows what those no, are I don't, but, they probably won't but know. i used to play with the monster I, I know i know <laughs> but I, I think there was only 21 i did the buttons. same no 13 13 <laughs> yeah. and then you had to pay a b or something like that yeah Okay, I'm a client now. This is like giving me a headache. I'm trying to like, I want you to come in and all of a sudden I'm going to spend $100,000 on my, my smart home features. It's not always the case actually because, you know, if you had a centralized system and you're putting like 12 to 16 music zones and everything else, full tilt. The, but and those music zones are so nice, man. Yes. I, I love walking through those. In yeah. There. And if you were, Fuck, and if you nice. were like, you got one of those control four centralized or restaurant systems that's going to cost you around that 100 150 easy wow. but if you're doing something simple like and it's, it's nothing it's like normal yeah if you put the, but if you put the simple systems that we put together you'd be on average like between 20 to 60 
Really? Yeah. So are you yeah. like Frankensteining it? You're you're using parts from one kind of. Yeah. So we'll use parts from like Lutron. We'll use pa- parts from. Um, so you're not loyal to anyone. But but no, works. But it's not That's about a loyalty right. thing. But yeah. I was always under the the impression that a lot of guys that are in your business are concerned about that because then there's room for fault because a lot of these companies design their products to be integrated with themselves instead of with other companies, unless that's total bullshit. So the dynamics are changing. That used to be the case. Okay. Like five years ago, 10 years ago, that used to be the case. Now it's universal. But then uh, big guns like Google and Amazon. Changed the game. Apple, everyone you can think of in the tech. Yeah, because they bought all the companies out. Exactly. They actually own them, but they're just different divisions. Yeah. Let, me, let me ask you, Josh. What, like, I, I, I'm an Apple guy, Yes. but I do not like Apple's home. You're looking more like a banana guy. <laughs> 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 uh, which one do you like? Uh, right now, Google's up ahead. Google, yeah, uh, really, yeah. Like a native language and everything. Like it's just, it's just. Uh, really, yeah. They're miles so I ahead. should just put my Alexa away. And of just... course, these are all personal opinions. Yes, right. that is correct. So not uh, do not reflect the opinions of this show. <laughs> 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 no, no. I'm just curious because that's what's on the market is Apple, Google, and Alexa, right? Yeah. So if you're looking for voice activated digital assistants. Those are the three main ones right now. And Google is a front runner right now. Yes, Google's a front runner, front runner right now. There's okay. actually a, a new assistant coming out. Like it's getting better. Like there's uh, there's one called Josh AI. <laughs> wow, really? It's the second. Is that around. you actually coming to the house? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what? you actually like walk like a uh, robot? In. Wh- why is Josh in the bed? <laughs> it's like lights and out. Why bed. is his wife happy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, this is fucking fascinating. Yeah, man. so so more and more of those are gonna start coming out. Like it's just gonna uh, as things get better, as AI gets better, as more data is available for it to chew through and learn and perfect itself. Like more and more companies are gonna flood in, but then there'll be a few companies that actually survive. I'm interested in something <laughs> really important here. At the beginning, we started the conversation with blue collared affordable 250 bucks for a program and then manny took it to a whole other I level take it. of a hundred no keeping it realistic how much at a blue collar level and i i hate i don't want to put like a term blue collar but i'm a blue collar person and i'm not going to spend a hundred fifty thousand dollars on the system so what is someone at my level going to be able to do and how much a whole lot Okay. You could do a whole lot. Really? Yeah. A whole lot. Really? You could do a whole lot. When you say a whole lot, like music integration. Yeah. So you could do like three to five music zones. Really? You could, um, smart TVs. You can't do a home theater though. No. No. You can't do a home theater. You can do a pumped up family room Yeah. TV. You could probably do a 5.1. Really? A decent 5.1 in your living room. You could also do, uh. A lot of people asking for 7.1. I just personally think that's stupid. Yeah. Just go people, to the theater if you want 7.1. Yeah. But sometimes it's nice to have a uh, kickback, watch a movie yeah. at home, have a movie night with the kids. So here's, like here's that. one of my simple ones and it costs between like four and 700 bucks just for the one. So I, I usually put mirrors in washrooms huh? that I know, that I know <laughs> kids, that kids are going to be in. And that usually tells you the weather outside, the temperature. It hooks up to your podcast, with your podcast, I like that, uh, <laughs> iPod or yeah. your phone. You walk right in, it turns it on. You can have a TV in there. And that's just an average of almost a thousand bucks. And then you got to install it. Yeah. So it can't be really that cheap, can it? Yeah. When you say cheap, Josh, like 
you give us cheap. What's cheap? Twenty thousand? Twenty? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You could do a pretty three, four music zones, and yeah. you can get a decent TV, five point yeah. one. Yeah. And could... people are safe at home. No one can invade your privacy. Yeah, because you'll have like you know you'd have a digital door lock. You'd have a video doorbell. You'd have two cameras outside. You'd have no one can from outside. Nobody can open your system. You'd have to be really good at it. You'd have to be really good at being or just able. be Josh. Well, first of all, don't friggin' make your passwords family members or birthdays or you know nine 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 nine. But that's what people do. They shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't. Uh, and I'm sure you probably have told clients how they should consider or what they should consider. Yeah. So essentially, when we do set up for a network for clients, we make sure they first have a guest network and have their own private network, and when. Friends come over, family members come over, stuff like that. You're having a party. Give everyone the guest network, wow. not, the, not the main network. Yeah. And because all the systems are on the main network. But now, even if you get into the main network, there's a whole lot of work to, that goes in for to you to it. find a specific product. You would have to hack the product itself. Okay. So we're Which, safe. That it was just yeah. I didn't want to get too well, into it. Well, how safe are we becoming? Like I really, this is like I've got a sheet of passwords, and one little trick that a friend of mine, a web guy, taught me was have all your passwords there because you need them somewhere and not out there, right? Yes. So I've got them hard copy in a safe, right? And tattooed to his leg. No, <laughs> but they're missing. Each password is missing four digits that I know. Right. So I, I'll never remember the thousand letters that are in that password. Ooh, I like you, But Manny. if everyone ever breaks in or steals anything and they find my passwords, there's still four missing digits for each password. Super wow. smart. Right. So he taught me that. And I was like, that's fucking smart. I like yeah. that. So that's what I do now because you, I, I can't keep up with all the passwords that you need. Yeah, so what's going to happen in the future is you no longer need to remember passwords. It's just going to be a biometric. What so the? You're going to have a biometric ID. So Manny is going to have a biometric profile. You won't have to no longer remember. Explain passwords. that. Like, what are we gonna? I fingerprint. Like, uh, what? It might be multiple. Sometimes it might just be fingerprint, but it, I think to increase eyes. accuracy, it's gonna be multiple. So it'll probably be eyes or facial recognition or your thumbprint. So really? or or a combination of both, one or the other, whatever it is. Like I said, data is gonna be. It's AI. The most important currency. Data, available data 10 years from now yeah 10 well, 20 years from well now. you know what i like it as a consumer because i'm a contractor but when i'm hiring someone i don't want to be home typically instagram behaved for me i would post things during the day and the customers would uh, stream during the day on their break or in between a you know, their job and yeah. they would see what I was doing. So that's, that was like a tool for me to keep in contact and show um, my workload for the day, what I've accomplished, what they're expecting when I come home. Now you don't even need to go on that. You can literally just watch someone and put another monitor in your room but, you know, or I, in your I, office. I'll tell you a story about that. I, I, my guys had a, so I had a client who set up a webcam on oh. the job site. Okay. Every guy had a problem with it. Really? Yeah. So every guy came up to me and said to me that that's on. We know it's on. It's following us. It's motion activated, right? So it pans with us as we're working. And they all had a problem with it. I had to speak to the homeowner saying that you could either leave it there and there won't be any guys working or you can remove it and there'll be plenty of guys working. Yeah. But that's the future. And I get it. It's their home. It's their property. And they, if they want to take a peek and they want to see. But so I, I guess my assumption is now contractors should be used to being recorded on the workforce, like when they're working. Just makes you more accountable. 
if it you does. If, if something don't, happens, if you don't like accountability, but, then but it also protects you. Yeah, no, if I you're agree a good you. guy yeah. and you have nothing to worry about, exactly, that's actually protecting you. Yeah, for so example, as a, as a GC, so then that means we could put our own cameras on. I'm not afraid of it. I was at the house that you're talking I wouldn't about. Be afraid. I know. I wouldn't be afraid. And I had no problem. If anything, I wanted them to watch me because they well, would have learned something. Yeah, not only that. Like, <laughs> what, yeah, not only that. Like if so, and they also learn how hard it is and to get come put, on put things together. Yeah. But I'm also handsome. Why wouldn't you want to watch? <laughs> <laughs> but, so it's this, not, this but, is, but it's not only that like it also protects you in a way that like let's say you install the glass right for the glass shower like you, you install glass and then someone comes along and then you know is running around with equipment all around and then hits a ladder into it and it cracks and now you come back to the site the next day and you're like what wait happened? a second what the hell happened it. okay now and, this is what i'm talking about i want to see how it benefits a contractor yeah. You know, like, cause most of the stuff that I'm really trying to focus on is how to better a contractor, how to make yeah. the contractor's life easier. So that's a perfect example. Yeah. And another example of what GCs is like, if you have cameras on site, I've heard a lot of sites getting hijacked, like entire tool and equipment in on the site, missing, disappearing overnight. Happens right? all too often. It's one way to keep deter people. You know, if the and if it does happen, you actually have evidence now that you can go back and maybe claim with the insurance or right. Put now, police now you have out. now you have a a, a video to yeah. say to your insurance company. You know, here is it, and, and that's going to drop your insurance also because now yeah. you have you know monitors, right? That's correct. Yeah, yeah. you got you monitoring your site, which is why if you notice any of the large condo sites or any large. Project. They're all video, highly, all, highly yeah. video surveilled. They have all the live patrol. They have all, everything. Everything. You they have to do that now. Josh, yes. what's the dumbest new tech thing that's going into homes right now? What's the smartest? Is there the dumbest one? I, I don't know. Or how about what's your favorite? <laughs> uh, dumbest. Hmm. Like, which is just like, you really don't need that. Like, that's, is there? That's a, that's a good question. And, I, and now that I think about it, yeah, I can't think of something that is... Everything that's going into a smart home, it needs to be there? Majority of it. Okay, so you proved the point. We need this. Everybody needs all these little things. It doesn't matter at what level. Every part of these things make our life faster, it helps uh, more us. efficient. Yeah, it helps some aspect of your house. You I, guess, I guess my question more was like, what's the dumbest is my concern is, what happens when the system goes down? So Ooh. so these guys actually thought about it. So, all these manufacturers actually thought about this. They so, have backups? Yeah. So not only backups, is anything that is IoT, like in the Internet of Things, like connected to the web, has not only the ability to remotely connect, communicate with other devices, and also interact with human beings and stuff like that. It also has a mechanical failsafe. Let's say your thermostat goes down because Wi-Fi went down. You still have the ability... Of mechanical, mechanically swivel it to the right or to the left to increase beautiful. and decrease this temperature. Is, that was beautiful. Same thing with door locks. Like if your digital door lock Wi-Fi is down, but you, you can you, still punch in the key code enter. Uh, it also. But what, has if the, what if the power is completely out of the house? The keypads have backup battery. If power is down, it's just with any other mechanical device. If the power is down, everything stops working. So would right? you be recommending as a as a smart home advisor? Would you be recommending to get a backup generator? Uh, yeah, for certain aspects, it's worth it. Like it. it I know I've done a couple of them. I actually yeah. like them. I always tell people, and this is a, it will go to something really simple. Uh, I always tell people to put sub pumps in their basement. Oh yeah, for if sure. They have a wet basement or a dry. You basement. could also put leak sensors. 
That's a cheaper. You know, way the latest sump pumps actually are connected to Wi-Fi, but yeah, you can I, be notified. Really, triple, triple redundancy on sump pumps. Yeah, which in my opinion makes a lot of but sense. But even more important is that they you sh- there should be a backup battery in a solar that's unit what, to the outside. That, I don't know about so the solar units, but that backup, way it's always charging, yeah. and the battery life once it's ex- you know you've used that power up, it still is functioning by solar, right? Yeah. Or wind, or and people that don't have sump pumps, you could easily buy a connected water sensor that you can put on your floor, and that's an easy way. It's cheap, you know. So it's- this is a really big market. I'm like, you just opened my eyes to: Are you doing inverters and computer on, computers to connect to natural gas or electricity or, or wind turbines or solar units? Are you no. getting into alarms and uh, fire alarms, smoke alarms, carbon monoxide? No, not yet. There is like companies that sell like smart carbon monoxide and um yeah, Kita does smoke it. And Nest smoke. does yeah, it. Yeah, Nest does it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It really depends on the application. Like, I don't go into fire security yet. I don't go into um, water like uh, yeah safety and stuff yet. like that yet. Yeah, until products are developed for it and are respectable and reputable, you know. And also, a lot of it requires licensing and proper certifications and stuff. So when you want to do well, that's what's going to be the make or break of this industry. Yeah, because we don't want guys by fly by night guys coming in to take care of these things <laughs> and th- this is the problem we have in construction in this industry people are doing things they shouldn't be doing and doing things that they don't know what to do and yeah they're doing it well here's the thing there's too many fly by night guys starting to come out especially in av because it's easier to kind of get in if you know what you're doing and it's easier to kind of sell get it bullshit. security get in yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly and pro and then and the issue is like we get called to a lot of sites. I walk in and I'm like, this is Joe that works in the weekend for sure. You could tell. Yeah, you could tell because all wires all over the place. Nothing is labeled. If you had to troubleshoot, you're going to sit there for two weeks. Nothing's colored. Nothing's, nothing's figured stapled, out. Nice. Like Nothing's marked up. You can't tone it? Yeah, Tony. Yeah, you got sixty cables all around, and now you'll be sitting there, <laughs> Tony. Yeah, do, yeah, do, sitting do, there, going uh, three <laughs> floors up and down, trying to tone where Joe so and the wire. I'm curious, what do you have in your home that's practical for you? A digital door lock. It really helps because let's say you had a contractor had to come in, an HVAC guy, and you can't be there because you have an important appointment. You can tell him show up at ten o'clock, send me a text message. Or there's a camera, like my customers have a camera yeah. out front and I call and them and they're like, yeah. hey, nice Maybe. hairdo. And yeah. I'm like, hi. <laughs> yeah. And then unlock the door. Person walks in, does their job, walks out, you lock the door. Done. You didn't need to be there. You didn't waste your time. You didn't know. It's not like Rogers will show up between 2 and 6 p.m. I and know. you have to wait there. So now we're saving time. Yeah. Beautiful point. Efficiency. You're saving yeah. time. You're doing. You're still meeting your appointments. You, you can do. still make money at yeah. your project or your job. And, and this and is also important home. for like uh, parents like that have young kids. Door unlocks. You know, the kid just keep had it in and yeah. they're in. He brought another girl PM. home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what else is another big one for you in, in your home? Because this is practical. What, Garage. You, what you're choosing is something that really stood out for you that was yeah. made your life easier yeah and more convenient yeah and another thing i really like is temperature control you know yeah. there, there's some days like i turn on the heat while i'm on my way right i just kick it up a bit yeah and i also okay i get energy reports and it tells me how much i used and how much i've I seen those before have you seen that you can actually uh take a look at all the energy consumption yeah. from each appliance in and your house every single wow. one and you'd be Beautiful. surprised to see what the um uh, receiver 
for any yeah. kind of TV. Uh, like what, are, what are they called? Receivers? Yeah, AV receivers. Yeah. Those things suck power, like insanely, man. Suck yeah. power. Like, and you want to know that because those are like, it's becoming expensive. Saves you money. Yeah, right? hydro is becoming expensive, yeah. right? And uh, saves you money. And if you don't need to turn it on, you turn it off. You can even set like windows. Like you say, if you go below 19, turn on the heat. If you go above 26, turn on cooling. You know, you can kind of help for shoulder seasons where you don't know if you have to turn on heat or... Well, I like the cool blinds the too. The day gets hot, you can close the blinds so yeah. the heat doesn't come in. Exactly. Creates efficiency. So I have a kitchen cabinet guy that works, like I work with, I sub work out to him. And he was telling me that his son is now at that party stage. And when he's at work, his son is always goofing around and bringing his friends over, making a mess. Now he has a sensor that when he's at work, a bell goes off on his phone. He knows his son's at home. He turns the camera on. He's told him, don't bring any friends over. When he brings his friends over, he turns on the alarm and doesn't shut it off. <laughs> and it goes off and off and the kids just leave the house. Interesting. So it's actually helping adults. <laughs> <laughs> Parenting. Yes. <laughs> Parenting. Yeah. What do you think people are afraid of when when you talk to a customer? What's the biggest thing that people are afraid of when they don't you're know bringing how to in? like uh, me personally? When a remote doesn't fucking work, I freak out, man. I freak out. Like Josh, you know what? Since I got you here, this has been my biggest fucking question regarding technology. <laughs> biggest, and it fucking drives me crazy, man. Why do Blu-ray players? act the way they act when you push a button on them on a remote or on the actual device that it takes it's a lag there's a lag on it why is there a lag in these players blu-ray doesn't travel as fast they're susceptible to um to anything that blocks the, the not blocks the view but more so like any kind of material that slows the signal transfer but i'm like four or five feet away with like i'm like, like i'm yeah, it's really? weird. yeah, it's weird. Bluetooth has has that issue sometimes. It's just that, like usually it's pretty quick. Like if you use the eye, like on your Apple TVs, those are all Bluetooth remotes. And they, no, that's Bluetooth. I'm talking yeah. about Blu-ray players oh, themselves Blu-ray players and, and remotes. Yeah. Why is there a lag? Like why is that? I haven't figured that out. Because okay, I, I am I the only one that. that's still using a Blu-ray player, or because I know that other guys have said, "Well, you fucking get on streaming shit." The no, problem I, is that there's certain movies that I can't find yeah. on certain streaming platforms. Okay. Tell me what platform right now has Rocky, the original. Yeah. It's not there. But guess what? It's in my Blu-ray right now. Okay. (laughs) So I have it. But that's what I mean is I I know that everyone's jumping on the streaming services. And I guess that's where the data is, where you start increasing the data. Because everyone's going to want Netflix, Disney+, Plus, Apple+. Plus. Everyone's going to want all that shit. Well, Manny, you said something important. The other day we wanted to watch a movie. We couldn't get any data. Or there was no signal, so we couldn't watch. So my wife just went over and threw a movie in, and it was bulletproof. Yeah. We're back to basic technology. and. You what know. are your thoughts on that, Josh? Because, I mean, I'm being told that get rid of the, the hard DVDs or the hard The VHS discs. beta. No, that's all gone. <laughs> um, and then go with the, uh, and just stream it. Just pull it from the cloud or whatever. Yeah, so eventually, like, these systems are going to get really, really good. It's a fact. It's going to get really good. How soon? How quick? Um, I'm going to say less than five years. It's going to be it's going to be perfected because Wi-Fi six coming up, and you got five G coming in. Five G and Wi-Fi six. Yeah. Wow. I don't even want to go there, man. What the fuck is Wi-Fi six? Yeah. So I'm pretty sure a lot of the AV guys listening to this are probably going to be like, 
Wi-Fi 6, what's he talking about? But it's a, it's a really new um, new standard for Wi-Fi. The thing about Wi-Fi 6 is it's, it's, it's on 802.11ax. Wi-Fi, the current Wi-Fi is on 802.11at. Essentially, it gives a 25% increase in uh, data transfer. And it's also in a wider frequency and broadcast range, which allows devices to connect faster, get data transfer faster. Like for example, there's this thing called, or a standard called MUMIMO, which is essentially multi-user, multi-input, multi-output. What it's doing is it's allowing multiple devices to connect and receive and output data at the same time. Are you getting all this? Because yeah, yeah, seriously. Well, yeah, but I'm. I can't wait to actually listen to him finish this because this this is leading up to a really important thing. Yeah, and so what's going to happen is right, right now what's happening is, uh, and there's also a standard called like OFDMA. I don't want to get into the details because it's, it's too much, but what, what I'm going to, I'll simplify it. So imagine a truck carrying a single data packet and then it comes to your phone, Manny, then it comes to your phone, Carlito, then it comes to my phone. But the truck can carry only a specific parcel, one parcel. So the first parcel will go to you, Manny, because you probably had the first connection in. Then the second truck comes around while Carlito's, while, while Carlito's waiting, and then it gets to him. And then while I'm waiting, then it gets to me. But what this does is it actually, in Wi-Fi 6, what it does is, in this protocol, what it does is the truck is carrying three parcels. My data, your data request, Carlito's data request, delivering it simultaneously. So the payload is moving a lot faster and it's multiple payloads. Does that time. make it cheaper? Uh, no. And here's, it, and here's my other question. It never gets cheaper. As, a, it, as a homeowner yeah. and as a contractor, so it's a two-part question. Yeah. I, I hire you. You come in. You put camera in the front. You put my peak hole with a camera. You have uh, you know access for the front door, the garage access. How often are you ha seeing yourself coming back to the house and is that is that visit from you do you have several visits or is there a package warranty there because like it's kind of scary for me to be paying data for a lot of these things to the clients man this is scary to clients well i want to know because I'm, I'm i'm a client like if i hire you am i going to have to hire you every week to come if there's problems like do you provide like a, a free service or free 10 visits or yeah, so uh, so technically, how we do it is, uh, firstly, we once once the system's all set up, and uh, we're all ready to hand over to the client, we do a proper thorough handover, and then once that's done, we tell them, listen, play with it, study it, enjoy it, and see how it works in your day to day life. And is that the remote or his wife? <laughs> <laughs> everything, and then you know, literally in. We have two free visits scheduled as part of the package. Any package that we give out, we're like, call And us. those two visits are any changes? Like if I want to add something or take That's something right. away? Or you want to change some personal preferences or change uh, certain things about the system or add certain components to it, then we'll come and do that. And so you get two. Yeah. And that's more than enough. The amount of times we return to a site is less than less than 10%. So people aren't spending a lot of money on maintenance. Nope. It's really, if you do it right, personalizing it and right. adding to that's it, right. just like a construction job. Yeah. If you spec the right products, you don't go to the cheapest of the cheapest products. You're actually, did you hear that everyone? Important. 
but the problem, okay, the problem I have is that the TVs that we're buying today are going to be slightly obsolete five years from now. Not necessarily. No. They'll last longer than that. Well, some things don't They'll get ahead. Like I have a 3D TV. No one's doing 3D anymore. That was ahead at one time. Yeah, you yeah, would have yeah. thought something, you know, and then went 4K and then yeah. there's no 4K coming out. That yeah. I mean, so there's a 4K content's not coming out, but it will come out once 5G is in place. Once 5G is in place, you'll have virtual reality. You have Jesus. AR. So you know what? You'll Tonight, have... I'm going to go home and watch a VHS so, movie. So my second <laughs> part to that question, because I yeah. felt like you answered it. I hope it was like yeah, you understood totally, it well. Totally. As a contractor... I want to know that if I bring you in to compliment me, two things need to happen. You need to be able to finish it for me right away with no problems so that I can get paid and get out because you would be like a finishing touch. But before I jump to conclusion that it would be a finishing touch, how many holes are you busting in the house? How many routes are you running wires? Is it wireless? Like, what am I looking at as a contractor to hire you to do installs for you or do patchwork for you? Okay, so here's an example, right? Like, let's say the client's like, I need a really good network system. And that's the very basics of automation. So first of all, if you're setting any project up, if you want to be successful and you want to have limited you know, service calls, troubleshooting and all these issues with products, set your own network up. That should be part of your package from the start you know you rough in for wireless access points you set up an ethernet switch what would you charge for that it really depends like what kind of equipment you're getting you know it's hard to tell like for example a wireless access point will probably cost like around you know between um 180 and like 260 280 depends on what scale you go to and you just need it for three floors per one per floor you don't, uh, and if the house is really large, then you kind of figure out how much you need. But you, I don't see it going more than four or five, and it really depends on. If and that sets app. up your network. Okay, so yeah. so my prep because I do spray foam in all my homes, yes. or the homes that I work in, I really push for spray foam. That's yes. what I believe in. That's yes. my opinion. Yeah. You know what I've done because of that? Well, I, that's what I'm getting to right yes. now, and it might be the same thing. I run ABS pipe. There you go, and yeah. I run it all the way through. I always leave a nylon line in that can be fished up and down to the attic, to the basement or to the safe room because yeah. some people, something should be security. But since we're talking about it on a podcast, most people put their, you know, main alarm, their TV monitors in their bedroom beside their wife. Uh, so if she has a panic, she can press it. All the controls are there. It's kind of like a panic room almost, right? Yeah. Do you prep for that like that also? Or do you have someone that does that for you and you just run the wires, connect, put the brains in, and then do the data? No, we do like end-to-end. So like while we didn't rough and we prep for all that, we just figure that, hey, listen, if there's issues or a client needs additional lines at the end or... You've so you're prepped done for that. Yeah. Once, yeah, once, once add on a year later or two years later, we try to prep for all that so that it just makes it life life easier. You know, yeah. I gotta assume that there's gotta be a shitload of educating the client while you're going through this. Yeah, I mean, like a lot of the clients are pretty. Um, Even the snobby clients that are so IT tech savvy yeah. because they've seen the systems at their offices or whatever, and they want something similar at home. Yeah, but they really don't know how it all works. Yeah, because there's, there's limitations to everything. Right? Yeah, with technology, you have to really know what you're specifying. And if you really don't look into the technical specifications and understand how each product works with each other and all that, you could get into trouble really fast. So you guys actually read the manuals? Yeah, we do. 
<laughs> you have to. You know what? I still read all the data sheets. I still read the instructions that yeah, I could use something a hundred thousand times. I'll still read it. What is a typical average time period from beginning to end for you when you do the install? I mean, there's different parts. Like, so let's say you're doing rough and it'll probably take, you know, depends on the size, but usually a day or two, you know, a day or two to rough and everything, make sure it's done right. This is assuming all your packages are pretty clear. Locations are clear. It's a complete package. And then you come back after the guys have finished painting to put your final products in. No yeah. dust. No dust. And yeah. that, that was another question. Are, do you like working on your own or are you okay with working with other trades in the project? Yeah, we, we generally work with other trades in the pro project. While, while they're, you're there, like you're, if a guy's painting or laying tile, you're okay with no, that? No, no, no. So no, pa no. Painting no that's what I'm asking. Have. Yeah, painting and You want to be in there on yeah. your own. It's a dust thing. Yeah. No, this is just to educate other contractors or homeowners listening to this yeah. to kind of understand what they need to prep for you. Yeah, yeah. In case so, they're already into a project and right. then they want to call you up, right? Yeah, so for, first thing, you want to make sure you call us before drywall goes up of course <laughs> or i'll repair it for you yeah <laughs> for additional cost of course but but yeah and then you run all your wires you set up everything yeah. do your chase that's right then the, all the work happens and then once we're basically lifting up protection and we vacuumed everything you guys come back and do all your terminations right and even if you have the protection on the floor that's fine it's good for us we just come and we'll start and putting all the products the uh, products in place because there's also the part where we actually need to sit and start integrating the products, creating accounts for clients, and uh, like making sure everything is communicating as it should. Uh, we need to make sure Bell and Rogers come in in time and get their network set up and up and running. Can I say that you're a designer in electronics? So like say I'm a customer and I don't know what kind of TV to buy, what kind of stereo system, you would refer what works best for you and you would try to put a system together for them? Or do you just want to say, listen, I'm going to put it together, you buy whatever? No. So essentially to be really good at what you're doing, you kind of have to be able to design the system entirely. You got to be able to design the system and specify based on client needs and requirements, not based on your opinions and what you're comfortable with, what you're used to. Your ego, you got to take that out. Yeah, installing, you know, I've been, I've been using the system for 10 years, tried, tested, and true. So that's, I'm going to continue using bullshit. it. So I'm going to continue using it for the next 10 years. And every client that comes across the door, I'm pushing just this system that because no this is what I know. I've troubleshooted it 300 times and I'm the best at it. So I'm not. But guys are doing that because they're so used to doing it and they don't want to learn anything new. I'm going to assume that you go to CES every year. Yeah, I try, I try to go, go to CES Consumer Electronics Show, CES, yeah, right? Yeah. So that's basically where all the new bells and whistles for North America that is correct. are showing up, right? Yeah, so I try to go there as much as possible. I stay ahead of curve before that. You know, I'm always... Yeah, there's trade publications, yeah, there's websites, yeah. people, products, companies are always launching stuff out. I'm always snooping. I'm always snooping on different things. And I'm uh, sure you do security. Of course you are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, this is a personal opinion. It doesn't mean it's right or it's wrong. When you hooked everything up finally and it's up and going, what? who do you like to go with? Bell? Roger, like, how does that work? Uh, I don't have a specific preference, so I'll just try to figure out who has the best line. Who's connection. been bulletproof so far for you? Uh, so, so just for people who don't know, yeah. Bell and Rogers and are that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, just trying to bring tech, but they're like, tele they're telecommunication companies yes. here in Toronto, Canada, right? There isn't a bulletproof solution. I'm going to be honest with you. So, 
not only the products that they sell. Are, I guess it's all an area then, right? Yeah, based Zoning. on the area, what kind of lines they have in. But also, generally, when we get their products, we just want their line in. And then we put their... We don't technically bridge their product because a lot of their cable systems require their modem, their modem and router not being bridged, right? The present ones, the new ones. And so what we try to do is we just turn off the Wi-Fi and then we have our system spreading Wi-Fi throughout the house. And those are usually bulletproof. Like we, we try to make it bulletproof because without it, everything you set up is pretty much not doing what it's supposed to be doing. Do you monitor people's homes even though they don't call you? Like if, if I'm your customer, I've just had you set up my whole house and I'm extremely happy and I'm, you know, doing my daily thing and I'm not paying attention to the maintenance of my system or the, or the data. Do you have something that, you know, gives you a call and says at this house, they're having a problem with this. And then you contact the people. Is that something that you do? Yeah. So like you could do that with Wi-Fi, like the, the network Monitoring. itself. Yeah, yeah. You could kind of like oversee the network. Like if something goes down, it'll, you'll get a notification. You'd have remote management for the that. The client gets a notification. No, you, you, could, you can set it up so that even you get notification oh, really? if you need it. Yeah. Just to, this is for like network management. And this is free. Yeah. Remote management. Beautiful. It's like, um, yeah, it depends on what system you put in it. It'll, it'll be free, but usually... Hold on there, depends. blue collar yeah, boy. Not everything is free. No, 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 but listen, not everybody has the money. And yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm the but kind of guy... we're talking about a very luxurious detailing construction. Yeah, but you know what? I think everyone should be able to enjoy this. Yeah, and, 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 it's, and, uh, that's, and what's truly cool. that's what's the, happening. The, for me as a contractor, I've seen in the last two years, this changed my whole business. I can show up at the house at 6.30. The customer knows them outside. Not because I called them. Not because my truck's idling out front. But it's because they got they, a notification on yeah, the phone. And yeah. they know I'm parked there. Yeah. And when he gets up or she gets up, they call me and say, Oh, Carlito, you're outside. How long have you been there for? You want to come in? And I say, No, I'm going to start at uh, 8 o'clock. You know, just, I'm here. And they're like, Yeah, great. You know what? Come in at 8. The door will be open. Even if they're not home, literally they're calling me and they're saying oh i see you're there i'm at work right now the garage is open and they can give me codes like it's super cool and and now people are trusting me more because yeah. they have their eyes on me and i've got i've got a question with two parts to yeah. pack Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> to coin carlito's uh, phrasing yeah uh, let's talk about wi-fi actually sorry three parts let's talk about <laughs> wi-fi is everybody going wi-fi now nobody wants to go hard connection anymore you know what Yes, this is majority is Wi-Fi and hard connections are mainly to like TV locations because if you want to stream, You're running a Cat 6 for that? Yeah, running a Cat 6. We they just, haven't come out with Cat 7 or 8 yet? No. It's still Cat 6. Yeah, Cat 6 is great. Because I still got a bundle That's of Cat 6. Cat's yeah. ass. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, part, it's Cat 6A, but Cat yeah, 6 is... Part really 2 of the Wi-Fi. How do you boost Wi-Fi in your house? So you've got your modem, router, and everything set up in the basement. Yeah. And now you've got three floors above you, yeah. two floors above you, whatever, including the basement. How do you boost it? So, okay. So if you have a house that's completely built out and you're like, I'm really not going to be drilling holes everywhere to get uh, my ubiquity system with wireless access points. Or there's a lot of metal in the, the ceiling. House. Your what system? What kind of system? Like ubiquity, for example. It's uh, essentially uh, one of the companies that sell products of switches, wireless access points, and stuff like that, network Just products. Antennas. Like, similar to Luxol and stuff, all those guys. For that, you actually need to run a hardwired Cat6 or Cat5e to, to each access point. And you, is it a good idea to put it on each floor? That is correct. And 
if great point, you, Manny. And if you don't have the ability to do <laughs> no, that, even if you don't have these systems, you should be putting them in as a builder so that they're in. That is correct. On each yeah. floor. And so someone can great come point. in. So someone, any AV company can come and finish it off at some point. One into the garage, maybe one into the backyard. Yeah, wherever or in the main main in floor. In the panic room. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so part three of my Wi-Fi story. Mm-hmm. Well, we didn't finish. There's, oh, sorry. There's, there's also a part where you could actually. If you can't do it and you're in a retrofit solution, then you get what we call a mesh system or a mesh network. Okay. What it is is um, you'd have one node connected to your main router, your ISP modem or router. One node? Yeah, one node. Like, Or you could just call it a one device. Okay. I'm going right? to watch Matrix tonight. And so <laughs> that one node is going to connect to node number two, three, four, five, six around the house. And we'll be projecting the Wi-Fi throughout the house. So is it just a a hub or something? Yeah, it's just a hub. So it's just a hub on different floors, uh, not requiring wired Ethernet connection, allowing minimization of damage and repairs. Well, because if your house hasn't been outfitted that way, but if it's a new construction, you run the higher wires. Exactly, exactly. Okay, so part three now. What I did like about that camera on that job site it got me thinking about contractors should set up Wi-Fi on their job site so the entire crew could be using Wi-Fi instead of using their data off their cell phone. I don't like it. No, no. So you can have it. I'm just I saying. I think that the GC should. That's it. I'm saying that I don't you, want my guys on phones. You know, I'm saying, hang on a second. Don't, don't, don't beat me up yet. Don't Sorry, beat me excited. up yet. Okay. I'm saying <laughs> that if you are a tradesperson, let's say you are dealing with HVAC, electrical, plumbing, whatever, and you need to pull up specs right away or whatever, instead of you using your own personal data on your phone while doing that, you're using the homeowners or what have you. Yeah, the guest, like you were saying, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, that's, that, that's see again, this is when you have a house that is all built out and you're just doing rentals to certain floors and there is still service from Bell or Rogers in the space or your ISP provider, but if there isn't, then you know, you, you kind of have to use your own phone data. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. kind of makes sense. Like, I don't see the reason why GCE should set up their own. Well, I'm just saying, I, I really believe that if I'm the GC for your home, that you should be providing me with Wi-Fi or internet. If it is available, yes, of course. Um, you shouldn't or you should? No, you should. Because but you just disagreed with me. Earlier. No, I, I disagreed with workers and other people having it because I, I well, find... The only reason is because then they can listen to our podcast while they're working because some trades yeah. is noisy. You're vacuuming all the time. I, I, love, all the time. I love that, but I don't... As much as I want people to listen to my podcast while they're, or our podcast while they're working, I really feel that myself... I can do 10 things because I have ADD. I really want to focus on my job. And it's a lot about, of times I, I don't you. want I agree with you. It brings me back to people George. not focusing on it. brings it. me back to George and the DGR and the radio story about the guy cutting his hand off, right? Because the radio was so loud. But, but did you notice that we have a lot of engineers changing the industry? Like the last three or four guys that we've had on have been engineers. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. George. Sean, yeah, 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 um, yeah. Omid. These are all... Guys studied engineering. <laughs> Omid's not an engineer. No, he studied engineering. Oh, he studied. That's right. What, what yeah, I'm saying is right. a lot Holy of these shit. guys didn't You're end right. up in engineering. Holy cow. But some of the guys changing this industry for the better or doing something for this industry 
happen to be engineers. And, and for a long time, I never had any respect for engineers. <laughs> <laughs> Except for get my drawing done. I always had respect for engineers. I didn't have respect for engineers that over-engineered. Yeah. yeah just that. come in and just choose the most expensive items to build Yeah, you know something. what I mean. I'm, I'm pay- oh, like, we I don't totally, really totally. have so much time to okay, talk about Okay, so it. we got to kind of wrap this up. Can I ask a couple quick questions? Sure. Yeah, I let's wrap it the up. The next 10 minutes, let's wrap it up. What, what is something that people should be looking forward to in investing in, in this industry? In the house, or are you talking just about in, just like in investments? In, like you're, you're saying that this is changing the industry. Yeah. So, so if you're an investor, I would invest in uh, any company that's developing 5G technology or in that realm of AI and Internet of Things or industrial Internet of Things. Invest into that if you're looking for investments okay. or investment opportunity. And cybersecurity, because that's going to be a huge, huge market. Change because, of industry. Yeah, because as, as data increases... Someone's going to have to secure all those communication channels and and. So I know this transfers. is your this is your bread and butter. How much is this going to affect our health? It's Are ha- you worried for the future? You know what? It's going to happen. This technology is going to come. Are you afraid of the future for our health? No, not necessarily. I feel like with every good technology that comes out, there's always one or two or three bad things about it. And as long as there are standards and people are responsible. And there's someone always kind of policing the entire... I was um, just about to say that. You could, you could say the same thing about spray. 5G, though. No, hang on a sec. You could say the same thing about spray foam. Yeah. There's good spray foam, good installers... And proper and way of installing. And com- exactly. And Layers. Com- and companies that are good, that they, they, they do all the testing, they figure it out, and then there's organizations that oversee everybody and make sure that they install a good product... And then there's the assholes out there that do cheap spray foam and cheap product and cheap companies and cheap install and cheap everything. And then it becomes a nightmare. Yeah. So I agree with you. It's the same thing with this. So I get you. You're bringing in a lot of tech into the house. You're doing a lot of stuff that's around your home and people get nervous about EMF and they get all kinds of stuff like that. But the reality is that this is the future. It has to be done this way. So here's the thing. You go to hospitals, it's there. Everywhere there. So if it's there in the hospital. It's in your car. Yeah. It's when someone told me about a Tesla, yeah. they, they told me about the battery, the EMF field in a battery I'm totally in a against Tesla. It. I said, what are you talking about? And I said, what the, that makes sense. So you're actually sitting in the pool of the EMF signal. It's horrible. But that's a, that's a battery powered car. That's, yeah. But every car has a Wi-Fi. Has, every every car, car that comes out right GPS, now. I know, but levels that. change. The levels yeah. of the intensity, intensity that is our correct. mechanical, uh, our mechanical electrical field that yes. a lot of people don't talk about. People yeah. think, oh, you got to drink some carrots to get your eyes open. Like you know, people people aren't <laughs> thinking that we're more than just yes. eating or breathing. You know, yeah, it's the environment around you. Yeah, um, have we have we touched upon everything, Josh? Have we? Uh, oh yeah, no, no, we're not gonna wrap it up. We still got. I know. This is too big of a subject that we have to have Josh back, man. Dude, I love it. This there's is really a lot to talk yeah, about. It feels like about. there's not, but we there is. Even, we haven't even touched cybersecurity. Not, we haven't touched. Oh, it's nothing. Oh, and the yeah, thing yeah. is, and, and I think the important say, the message here is that every tradesperson out there has to be respectful of your industry. Yeah. And, and yeah. leading to that, what is your pet peeve about the construction industry? What do you hate about construction that you want to see change? Well, this is there's a lot, but um, the one that sticks out. Yeah, there's what, a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, a couple of things. You know, first thing, time management. I feel like efficiency really needs to improve. People are wasting your time. 
not not only wasting my time, I feel like customers' she, time. Yeah, most of the projects I'm on, customers like do what you say. I thought I, I thought I was going to be there. I would be in my house in uh, January. Here we are in August, still That's wrapping the animal. up, finishing, touching things up. I can't believe. I, I, hang on, I'm, I'm, I'm like okay. The client has something to do with that. Yeah, change part order part of, changes. Part of, yeah, you're partly, right. Partly, but there's they also, make all kinds of changes and yeah. they delay things. Yeah. So, but also there's preparation. Like, sure, if priority. Pro- yeah, I mean, not only the preparation. If your project has to be successful, the details have to be taken care of in the front end, and there should be a very little amount of change orders taking place during <laughs> the project. Well, no, you're right. You know what? I want to get you in and out as fast as I can, so I can yeah. make my money and and work on the next part. Exactly, and. Also, it's costing clients money because they're out of the house for, let's say, two years trying to get this custom-built home. Josh, can you talk a little bit right. about cybersecurity? Yeah, cybersecurity is um, an interesting field because, one, it's rapidly growing. Two, there's not a lot of people that really understand it or know how to execute it. And cybersecurity mainly starts from network. A lot of the guys in AV are not network experts. You kind of have to be, if you're creating something like a connected home for someone with all these device points of connection to the outer world or outer network, uh, you should really focus on basic, not even basic, actually, it should be advanced network protocols and implementation and stop doing the basic network one-on-one system setup, which we're is past essentially... that point, right? Because it's going to cost you more money and time. No, it's going to cost uh, problems in the future, you know, because eventually you're going to be responsible for it. What's going to happen is when there's a data breach, they're going to go run, run down the line and figure out how how and where it started and eventually where it So sta- spend your money in that end. Yeah, I mean... In that train area. Your, train your staff, go out to... Uh, events, go out to networking, go out to like different um, presentations and stuff like that and learn. Well, it was it. it was two years ago was the first time that I added cybersecurity to my business insurance. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You need that now. They brought it up to me and I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, what if someone gets into your computer? What if someone gets into your social media? And gets all your client details. Yeah. What if they get everything. into all that shit? That's yeah. cybersecurity protecting you. And is I was this like, happening? Yeah, yes. Of course it is. For what? What do they gain out They're of it? They're stealing your information. They're taking your information. Data is the biggest currency. Right. You were saying that earlier. It's true. Yeah. I'm gonna, I, I, it's going to set uh, settle in tonight and it's going to become information for me tomorrow. That's the unfortunate part. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What can you do or what can you offer to young people in this industry how to get involved and how to behave to be part of something like this? Okay, so this is, a, this is an important part for me because um, I'm part of the George Brown Pack Committee for building automation. And so one of the things we kind of do is kind of help the department kind of mold the courses or set certain courses where there's options to change to help the future generations that are coming out of the school actually land jobs. So if you're a kid or anyone out there listening that's interested in technology or how things work and you like and enjoy technology and you like putting things together and you want to make 300 bucks an hour. Yeah, uh, yeah, that too. (laughs) Yeah. So I would focus on becoming someone in either cybersecurity, becoming a robotics technician. This is going to be huge because yeah, it's going to be a huge field. You're going to have all these automated cars driving around and no one to service it. 
And in yeah. construction, how is that going to affect us and as contractors? How is it going to benefit us? The more of these people come in, hopefully the quality also increases along with it. And everyone can work together because people in construction now like don't see automation as a revenue stream, but it actually is a revenue stream. So let's say you're a general contractor and your client wants all these additional components. Most GCs don't just say, I don't know how to do it. It's not my concern. So then all of a sudden the client goes to the interior designer and the interior designer either tries to find someone or finds a contact. But if you had the contact, you now have the chance to make a margin because that is part of your scope of work and you're actually delivering a service. And there's opportunity to gain some revenue, just like you have opportunity in plumbing, electrical work, everything else that you make some kind of revenue on. Right. And smart it's home applications are part of the business now. Yeah, it is. And if you're a tradesperson not embracing it, you're missing out. Yeah. And more importantly, every client from now on and out onwards like has a conversation with you we'll about have it. a conversation or ask you do you know at least at the step right can you have a basic conversation tvs are well, getting bigger everything's getting better so you saying that was really important for me and manny i've had some some people reach out to me and they said there's some things i don't understand there's like you know some uh, some terms that you guys are using and i'm i'm kind of losing you in in the talk dumbing it down just to make it very clear what does your company focus on and do we specifically focus on systems design that involve internet of things or connected products that allow clients to television stove hvac everything in that lights re- in the realm anything that has a plug uh, no anything that has power in- internet capacity okay your ranges your refrigerators yeah. your microwaves your dishwashers they're all, all appliances now are all Wi-Fi enabled That is now. correct. So for the homeowners and contractors. So we don't install those, but we will specify them. Yes. And then obviously. You connect them. That is correct. That's what you them do. Set them up. Yeah. So for the. Got to con- wrap it up. Yeah. So for the <laughs> contractors and homeowners out there that want to contact you, what is your, your handle? You can find us on Instagram at onhive, O-N-H-I-V-E. Website? Website, www.onhive.ca. And email to contact you? Info at onhive.ca. <laughs> this I thought for a second he was going to say no email. Right. <laughs> um, onhive, very busy bee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try the veal. (laughs) There's no way we covered everything, man. Like, we got to do this again. And it's just like, we've been talking for an hour and a half about this, and this is just scratching the surface about... Yeah, we just took the dust off the table. That's all it was, right? Any last words from either one of you guys? I think we should continue this a second time. How about you, Siri, Alexa, any last words? (laughs) Oh, mine speaks Croatian. (laughs) Hang on. (laughs) Let me ask it in Croatian. (laughs) And you could do that, right? You could change it to your nationality so not anyone can get to it. No, that actually learns your work. Like in, in Croatian, Google said Google. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh, we really, uh, really appreciate you coming out and, and talking to us. And I, I mean, I, I know a lot of guys are going to have questions about this, and I want to tackle this subject again. I want to scratch the surface on more of this stuff. Uh, we got to do a follow up to this. This is important, right? This is the future, man. This is where construction is headed. This is a construction life, baby. That's what it is. That's his. There you go. He's got to wrap this out of here now. Josh, thank you very much for coming to the show, uh, spending some time with us, dealing with him. Thanks a lot for having me, guys. Appreciate it. 416, baby. T.O. T.O. Can we do the Italian thing?
<laughs> or it, was it Spanish or no, Italian? No, it was Italian, <laughs> man. We're wrapping it out of here. Yeah, We're four one six, baby. T O. The construction ciao, line. Ciao, ah, ciao, yeah. Ciao. <laughs>